But I want people to recognize grief is not just death. It's like changes, a job loss. You've been at that job for 20 years and all of a sudden you're terminated. And this is happening now during the pandemic. So you need to recognize um, grief and feel it, right? And, and you know how some people are like, oh, don't cry, you know, or, you know, oh, you're crying too much. Crying is a great form of dealing with grief, right? Because you're releasing all that energy. Hit it. That's what I'm talking about. Wait. Okay, now, from the beginning. Hit it, boys. So this is Real Talk with Carmen Costa. Uh, today, I thought I would talk about uh, grief. I posted about grief, uh, and I learned something about grief that's um, important, right? So when you think of grief, uh, Jamie, if I say to you, how would you describe grief? I'm not quite sure, actually. Um, I've been fortunate enough not to have to go through a lot of grief. Uh, the few times I did have to go through it, it's just that pain that kind of, it's hard to explain because it's really, it's really particular to that moment. 100%. So everybody always assumes that grief is associated with a loss, uh, a death, right? Yeah, so yeah, a yeah. death, and then you have the many forms of grief, right? So. Um, something interesting that I found out was uh, grief comes in many forms. So whether it's mm. a marriage breakdown, um, whether it's um, a shift in your everyday life, things are being omitted, things are being changed in your life, um, and you have to handle uh, that grief, the death per se, right? So, you know, and I thought that was interesting because um, when my dad passed away, um, you know, I didn't expect my father's death. So, and I remember at, in the emergency room, um, actually it was the ICU. Um, they had said the doctor came with a pamphlet, um, and they said, you need to start grieving now. And this was four days before dad passed. And I was like, what is that? What is, what is grief? And what does that? Cause you're in your bubble and you're mm. right. You, you're fortunate enough. You haven't experienced it. However, everybody is going towards that way, right? So, mm -hmm. um, but the form that I'm talking about is um, grief, a loss of a loved one, right? But you're in denial. Your first thing is denial. Yeah. It's not going to happen. It won't happen. Even when the person passes, for the first couple of days, you're like, is this a dream? It doesn't make sense, right? It doesn't. Like, like the few times like, I've had friends and some family members pass, and, and it doesn't make sense. When you get the news, you're in shock. A hundred percent. And that's what I'm saying to you is, um, I'm talking about this because somebody on my Facebook, um, his friend, a good friend of his had passed away suddenly, massive heart attack, uh, 50 years old. And I watched him in the video and you can see the pain he was going through. Cause he sees his buddy every day. They go to the gym together. Um, and I'm like grief, right? So I wrote about grief this morning too, with the team. Um, because it was important because we always assume that, you know, and then you get these grief books, right? Cause I did that. Uh, you know, um, I think it was two weeks after my dad's passing is when reality start to like started to hit and, um, you go, you start to go through the phases. You got anger, you, you, you know, first denial, anger, you know, you, you try to adjust, you start to adjust to the new norm without mm -hmm. that person. Right. Cause you're with them all the time. Right. You have a, um, like there's just patterns in your life that you're, you're serving as you're, 
you know, spending that time with that individual, right? And it's different because, uh, like, uh, as a father, you're with that person a lot more than, yeah. uh, like, a friend. 100%. Or unless the friend is th that kind of friend that's with yeah, you Yeah, but time. you, and that's, that's true. Like, with my father, he, like, okay, so if we didn't spend that much time when I was older, maybe once a week we would see each other, it didn't matter. He raised me up. I was with him all the time, right? Yeah. Like, that's, that's the thing. Like, when it came to, like, watching that post and the hurt, you see in the sadness you see in that individual when he was, I was ball. Zervain's like, how are you going to be a death doula when all you, so it's natural for people to cry. Right. So I am an empath. And if you're crying or I'm pretty much going to mirror what you're feeling, I don't care if this, and Zervain does this all the time to me. He's like, it's a show. Like it's not even based on a true story, but it's the experience that you're going through at that exact moment. So, you know, when you watch a movie and some people cry mm -hmm. and other people just laugh at you for crying. So my husband just laughs at me. I feel like he's a weirdo. So <laughs> we know he's not an empath, but that's what I'm trying to tell you is, you know, even if I go to a funeral home and you're just now we have to go to funeral homes and they can be a friend of the family. Right. So you mm -hmm. go, you don't really know them and you're right. You, you feel it, but you don't, but you know, going you feel through the for line, the person, right? hundred percent. And, and that's what I'm trying to tell you is, um, but I want people to recognize grief is not just death. It's mm -hmm. like changes, a job loss. You've been at that job for 20 years and all of a sudden you're terminated. And this is happening now during the pandemic. So you need to recognize um, grief and feel it, right? And uh, you know how some people are like, oh, don't cry, you know, or, you know, oh, you're crying too much. Crying is a great form of dealing with grief, right? Because you're releasing all that energy. And I used to be like, I don't want to cry, right? I don't want to cry because once I cried, that's it. It, would, it wouldn't end for like an hour, right? But it's a good thing because it releases those energies. But it's it's good to recognize that job loss, you know what I mean? Uh, a marriage breakdown. Imagine you're with somebody for 25 years. Yes, they're not dead, but the relationship is death, right? And it's dead. So grief takes into effect. And you see that when you see people go through, you know, separation, a lot of them fall into depression, right? And you have to be cognitive of that and be aware of it. And sometimes it's okay to pick up that grief book when you're suffering a job loss or you separate doesn't mean somebody has died, but the situation or, you know, that particular moment is existing and happening. And it's scary because a lot of people will push that aside, Oh, I lost my job. How, what do we do right away? I lost my job. Panic mode. I need to look for another job. So you move right into another job that's and true. you've never really suffered that loss. So that's something that retains in you and you don't go through the steps of grief for that mm -hmm. job loss. Right. And it's important for people to understand when you hear that saying, I'm a creature of habit. I'm a creature of habit. And as soon as that, like that, your routine gets interrupted and you know, people are creature of habits. Yeah. There's a far few between that people that, you know, when they can handle change, Yeah. you know, you're like, wow, what a weirdo. They can actually handle change. But a lot of people, they don't like when there's change happening. I think those people, they, they kind of put that change aside for that moment and they fix whatever they need to fix. But then there is that moment alone sometime that nobody sees them, that they're going to go back and reflect on what happened. I True. think so. True. No, I agree. But I just, I want people to be aware. And the segment was important because um, some people messaged me, some people on the team messaged me and said, I didn't even think about that. You know, like this morning, they were like, I didn't even think that grief can come in many forms, but it can. 
right? And just breakdowns in this mortgage industry with partnerships that I've had, I never, I just went on with life and moved on. But when I went through the segment with, um, like when we went through that class and I learned about it, I'm like, that makes sense Mm -hmm. because, you know, it's something that you're used to, you know, you're continuously talking to that person, being with that person. And all of a sudden it just, it ends and that experience ends and it's over and you move on. Right. So I've come to the point where back in the day, it was so hard for me to adjust with change. Like if, if the bank that I was working at, um, Scotiabank, when I was working with them, if they made a change, I'd be like, it took me days to get used to it. Right. Cause I'm a creature of habit, but now I find that, you know, on the other side of fear, there's success. I believe that tri- like that statement truly. So, you know, now it's a lot easier for me to adjust, right? So I'm adjusting and I pivot with the times, right? But I'm also allowing reflection on that loss. You know, once we, you know, and I, I always say that's key and important. Um, you know, I brought it up to the team. I They took well to it. Um, you know, I send it to the group chat. I don't know. Jamie's on our group chat. I don't even think he actually reads. I'm the silent one. He never reads anything because clearly you didn't <laughs> read today's. Like No, not today's. No, I didn't. I was on the way here. I had to leave Toronto really I early. I posted at 4.30 this morning because I was meditating and everything. So, But that's okay. Listen, like, it's listen. cool. It's cool. <laughs> not everybody wakes up at 4.30 in the morning. No, but I just, yeah. So <laughs> I don't know. Like, how have you taken, like, you? so you say you haven't had losses, uh, you know, but you have had losses in life. Where yeah, obviously I've, uh, I've had the passing of friends and, and family members. And, and now that you're mentioning, you know, that grief is also, you know, let's say a job or, or anything like that. Yeah, definitely. I've, I've had those types of griefs as well. Um, you know, I think I'm, I'm more of the person that I don't show it too much. Yeah. No, I know. Yeah. I, I don't show my mother in law said like my mother in law is moving in with me. I love my mother in law. And she says I don't um I don't really show I'm very like yeah, I don't show a lot of emotion when it comes to things. Yeah, I'm very closed when it comes to you that. Poker face, but um I don't know. We'll we'll have a game after this. You know what? I'm gonna uh, talk to Anna about this because I don't believe you. No, no and, and Anna's <laughs> the only one that actually sees that side of me because uh and nobody else does. Honestly, I don't think I open up to anybody else because I'm just that person. I I, I might be suffering as much as I will, but I, I won't show so it. That's so European, though. I won't show it, though. And and it, it's not good. And it's I ad- not. I know it's not good. And you should show. And it's what you were saying. Release those energies. 100%. Um, but I kind of do it on my own. That's the thing. Like, I've gotten used to just, you know, sometimes I'll just grab the car and go for a drive or a bike, whatever. Oh, and I just, love drives, man. Long drives. And then awesome. just sit down and, and let the, all those energies go. But to, to do that with someone else uh, other than Nana, I don't, I don't see myself doing it with, with uh, yeah, no, it's not going to happen. No, I just, I believe like with the, the different griefs, like, like the different, um, you know, types of grief. But I honestly, for me, I just, I wanted to make people aware of it because when it, when it came across my desk, um, I kind of thought, you know what, that's true, right? Like we always, um, you know, we affiliate it with, um, like a loss of a life, right? So Mm -hmm. we're like, we're going through that transition of loss of life. Right. So, but I, I do want to, I do want to bring it back to my father. Right. So this week I've sensed him a lot around me and, you know, whether people believe this or not. Um, but 
I, I like going through this legacy project. So I'm, I have to, on my last, one of my last assignments is building a legacy project, right? Like having to go through with somebody, right? So I have to pick somebody and they have to build their legacy with me. So you're, we have to role play, you're passing away. So what do you want, um, as a legacy? Like, what do you want to be remembered by? And I find it difficult. Like every time we're challenged to do this, and I understand because this is what we do as death doulas, we'll be doing this with individuals that we know that hire us for our services to do this. But, um, I find it so mentally challenging when I'm going through it with, you know, Zervain. And then when you start to put your mind there, you're like, imagine the people going through this and suffering this. And actually this isn't role play. It's happening, right? It's in the now it's in the, it's in the current, right? So, um, one thing I wanted to throw out there when my dad passed away, um, he was an amazing man. He was always such a good man. And, um, we did everything after, right? And I wish I had known this information because I would have loved for my dad to see everybody come together and put those boards together and put the cross together and the garden that he took care of everybody, you know, like a community garden. I just wish he would have seen that prior. Right. And I'm sure he's seen it now, but you know, it's always the unknown. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, but it's just, just a reminder to everybody. And I'm going to throw this out to you because I want everybody to know if you have the opportunity, it's not a bad thing to build a legacy and ask your, your loved one and your significant other, what do you want to be remembered? Like, what are some of the things that you want carried down to my kids, their kids and continue that on? Right. So I think it's all about building the stories. It is. And you know what? Yesterday we went to the warplane museum, right? It was, uh, Mount hope. I know everybody's. So I was super excited. I was like, I'm so excited. I'm going to the warplane museum. Yeah. So, um, (laughs) they just had the show this weekend and there was a lot of people on the floor, you know, there was like pilots and older people. They're all volunteer by the way. Um, but I love hearing people's stories. I can sit there and the kids were so annoying. They're like, no, we got to go. We got to go. So you're not the only annoying one. Um, but they were pushing me. They're like, mommy, let's go. Why do you have to talk to everybody? I love, I'm perfect for this like job. When I retire, I'm perfect for it because I could actually sit there for hours talking yeah. to somebody about their legacy, especially older people. Right. Oh my yeah, gosh. I love it too. Yeah. Like hearing about this one gentleman that, you know, he worked for air Canada for the cargo side. Um, and just hearing his legacy and him saying, I'm just bored. I come here. Tell him to go back. We're having so many problems. Yeah. Can you fix the problem? <laughs> Excuse me, sir. That not was calling talk- out Air Canada. Don't call out Air Canada. I'm What's not, wrong with you? I'm, not, I'm just saying they need some help. <laughs> and this gentleman can go, if you can, please, if you're watching. <laughs> he He's 88, man. What is wrong with you? You can carry the carry, the smaller carry-ons. Help <laughs> them, please, because apparently things are bad. <laughs> no, but I just, I want to throw out there and suggest before we end this segment, um, Built on Grief. I wish I had the opportunity to know this information to build the legacy project with my dad when he was alive. Right. My dad was a good man. He left and like, he left an impression on everybody that came across him, you know? So, um, I'm blessed, you know, to have been raised by him. Uh, great man. Just, you know, always like 
you know, and I said to Zareen, Zareen's like, oh, I'm so young. What's going on? Why are you asking me? That? I'm like, Zareen, we're role playing. I need this information. I got to build this legacy because this is the last project. So my last week is um, the 9th and the 10th, right? That's mm. my last week. Um, and yeah, so. What are the pillars of the legacy? Like, what, what do you think, like, what's important for people to build their legacy? Like. Are there any guidelines? Is, is there's everything a lot of, very... I can send you a guide, like for you, Jamie, if you want to see it. There's a lot. But what uh, the main thing is, uh, what does that person want to be remembered by? And what does that look like? Do you want it in a book? Do you want it in a poster? Do you want it um, in a, a quilt? Somebody was talking about quilts, like different mm. quilts from different people, like for them or their life. A lot of people do quilts. Hmm. So in different cultures. And they just sewed them all together. For instance, my dad, uh, for my mom, what we did is each person, my dad had so many shirts. We were the word. Like, I find it funny because all those shirts came from our, his kids. And he had eight kids, right? So we gave him shirts, right? He would get shirts for his birthday, shirts for... So he would wear them all. He always had the same shirts. And and I will send you a picture of my dad's legacy that my sister, my sister-in-law, Ursula, thank you. Uh, put together it was one of the most beautiful um, frames. This is what I'm saying to you. So mm -hmm. this is in my home. It's in all my brothers and sisters home. My kids see it. So they know, and there's a pencil of my dad, what he used to wear in his pocket in that, that case. I almost broke it today. <laughs> I was so devastated. I was moving. I, I, I'm like a super cleaner. So I was moving my bed to clean behind it and the mattress <laughs> hit. I was like, Oh my gosh. But that's what had me remember about it, but it's important for the legacy part. What does that look like? What does that person want? So it's right? very so what, personal, right? It's very personal. Okay. So with my dad, it was um, exactly those things. You, uh, a heart, uh, a golden heart stopped beating. It was, it, it's a beautiful, I'll send it and you mm. can post it, but it was beautiful. And that is in everybody's homes. And then my sister did. So it's awesome because the whole family will do little things and they will do for everybody. My sister did an ornament with my dad's picture. You know what I mean? And it says the same thing, right? So, um, yeah, legacies, legacy projects can, they can be very small to very big. Right. Um, and I was going through stuff and I'm like, I don't know, maybe I want to make recordings. Like I want to do, like somebody was telling me a woman on our, like our, in our class, she was saying that she's going through all these pictures and she's building on online. You can do it online. She's building from the heritage. Oh, okay. Yeah. Right up to her life. Like, so the heritage to her life and all her pictures with her kids and everything for each kid. Hmm. So then they have it for their kids. So That's they they will know her, right? What she's about. One woman was all about um, cooking. She loved cooking. So what she did was she did a recipe book uh, for that family. So it's all her recipes that she's created. And it's 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 the, let's say it was Costa being the last name, the Costa recipe book. That's great. Right? And it's from, made by, let's say, Carmen Costa, right? So, and then that gets passed down to generation to generation. So there's so many things that you can do I would just suggest, um, you know, even if you're young, I, I get it. You know, life is so short. So, you know, maybe do that. You just mentioned about your daughter. I just walked into this high school and now she's graduated. Like, I know. What's going on? So that's why I'm saying like even you and Anna can do it together. Right. Like these are projects that aren't like one minute over. Like this is a this is an intense project where you're working through it. Right. But it, it's important. I find 
I wish I had known this information. So if I can share this with anybody and they can use it for their loved ones, then that's awesome. That does a lot for me. But I was thinking for myself, and I'm going to give my little secret. I was thinking I wanted to do recordings. Mm -hmm. Like these type of recordings, I'd like to compile them and put them together. So generation to come will always have it in the family. Well, it'll always be present on YouTube, YouTube. Or whatever form of YouTube will be. Well, we don't there. know. So I'd like to, yeah, I was, yeah. So I want to do something like that is, is my idea. I'm, I'm very excited about it. So we've been, we've been actually, me and Zervain have actually been going through this. It's hard for him because he, he came up today, like yesterday he came upstairs, I was doing homework and he's like, so what are you doing? And, it, and then I started talking about, so we're going intense through cremation. I told you this already, yeah. right? And he's like, yeah, I'm out. He's like, I can't do this right now. I got to do the legacy project with you. I can't do this, right? So One thing at a time. One thing at a time, right? So, yeah. So I just, you know, if I'm going to leave anybody with any advice for any loved ones, uh, for your parents, um, these are the things maybe to look at, right? Mm-hmm. Um, one thing I like that you said that one of the teachers said um, was uh, a father was passing away and the son was a death doula. And what he did was he did recordings of the dad talking about World War II and going through all his experiences. And his yeah. son, so it's been 10 years, and they had that tape recorder where you recorded. Yeah. His sons are listening to his voice mm-hmm. from 10 years ago because they were babies. One, I get goosebumps. I'm like, what a smart idea. So if you yeah. can do it, do it. In this day and age, with all the technology you have, you are so able to do that. Yeah. So. I would highly suggest, you know, and that's a legacy project on its own, right? So it would be cool to also know if, if anybody that's watching us right now already any ideas. has any ideas or yeah. has done any of that already. And what yeah, I is. would love to know. Yeah, DM us. Uh, ask, you know, if you have any questions, um, comment below. You can DM me personally. Um, but, you know, I, I leave off with this. Um, you know, grief has many forms. Uh, you know, we started off with that. Um, just recognize it. And, you know, there's a lot of books on grief. Um, you know, I can, I can give you some suggestions, uh, um, because there's great books that were suggested through my course, um, to, to go through, right? So everybody needs to deal with grief. Um, for everybody else, thank you so much for listening. I totally respect, um, you know, uh, anybody subscribing as well. Subscribe, hit the bell notification, uh, lets you know when I drop, uh, videos. We are on Spotify. Yep, we are. Which I think is awesome. I did find me on Spotify the you other day. You found yourself? I did. So it's exciting. It's so yeah, you can listen to me on Spotify. I had somebody DM me, tell me that that's what they do on their walks. Yep. They go to Spotify and I'm like, that's amazing. I do that all the time when I go walk Loki. Yeah, that's what, he, that's what yeah. he was telling me. So yeah, so look us up on Spotify as well. Uh, I appreciate it. Um, and yeah, have an awesome day. I'm the one, I'm the lady that walk this place.